The Football Trash Talk for Real Fans podcast is a free-flowing conversation that may touch on mature subjects. While the opinions are real, the research probably isn't, and somehow Atticus will find a way to talk about the Knicks. And here we go. He trumped dudes. It wasn't just in a preseason game. He did it pretty consistently. <laughs> he left dudes saying, what happened? You better put some respect on his name when we're talking about the champion, Davion Clowney. And I'm just going on eye test here, right? Like, I like the look of this coaching staff, you know? All right, enough of this. Let's see what kind of shit we get into today. <laughs> Are you high? Boy, it's all yours. You want to touch on Thursday night's game quick? Yeah, we can. I, mean, I think some some things happened there we're talking about. Uh, Russell Wilson got hurt. That's that's pretty big news. You know, it's uh, what do they say? Four to six weeks, possibly, possibly six to eight. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, did you did you watch the game? I I did not because I was doing something, but um, I turned it on late just to see if Gino could pull that out of his ass, which he didn't. Uh, he didn't play bad though. No, he didn't play bad. Um, I, I think the I think the Seahawks are in a world of trouble, especially if Russ is out six weeks. Like that's I just don't see how they they're in a competitive division. I mean, both the uh, Rams and the Cardinals are going to run away with it. You know, w- without if they don't have Russ, I just you know. Um, but it might both, be the best thing for Kansas City. To get back into it, I mean, I know they only have two losses, but um, I think Kansas City looks vulnerable. I, I just do, yeah. right? Like, I, well, I, I, they don't have a defense. I think there's a blueprint. I think there's a blueprint for them that, like, at least how to at least how to limit them. You're never going to like shut Kansas City out. Uh, you know, Mahomes and Hill and Kelsey are too good for that. Yeah, but I think there's a blueprint on you know, kind of limit Hill, let Kelsey get his. And then, yeah, like their defense can't, you know, can't stop, can't stop anybody. So you can outgun them if you can limit Hill. Just getting back to that Thursday night game. Um, it was a weird game, man. Like both quarterbacks injured fingers on their throwing hand. Yep. Uh, there was this weird, weird play where a punt got blocked, but it rolled in such a way that the punter was able to grab it again and start running and they ended up kicking it. He ended up punting it and it landed on the Rams like 11 yard line. So it was a blocked punt that still got punted and uh, it should have been a penalty because he actually ended up punting it past the line of scrimmage. Are you you allowed to do that? What? Are you allowed to do that? Punt it past the line of scrimmage? No, No, like if it gets blocked, like if, yeah, if you can, if you can get it cleanly, uh, you can, you can punt it again. It just, it never happens, but it was just, so this one, so on the play, I don't remember what player it was for the Rams, but he got through so cleanly. Like there was no one else there. It was him and the punter. He straight up blocked it. It was one of those things, you know, it was a football roll where it just rolled and the punter literally runs by, scoops it up one-handed, runs like 10 yards with it, and then like kicks it. And it ends up on like the 11 yard line. It was a crazy, it was just a weird game. Just a lot of weird stuff happened. Um, but yeah, the big the big takeaway. I mean, the outcome's not really surprising. I think we all call. I thought, yeah, we all called the Rams winning that one. Uh, you and I did. Atticus Atticus said Seattle was going to win. Oh, did he say Seattle was going to win? Yeah, he sure oh. did. Oh, oh, yeah. I think he's feeling a little cocky with that uh, twenty five and five. So he's just trying he to. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I mean, no real surprises on that end. But yeah, I mean, Russ being out six eight weeks. I mean, that's a game changer in that division and in the, uh, the NFC. Um, so they got, this is, they got the Steelers at the Steelers versus the saints versus the Jags at the Packers versus the Cardinals at Washington. So their next six games aren't death row. Right. Right. I mean, they're, they're I mean, I'd say the saints and the Jaguars off the top of my head are probably fairly winnable for them. Uh, depending uh, I on think how the Steelers are winnable. Saints oh, are winnable. Yeah. Jackson, they're going to lose to the Packers and they're going to lose to the Cardinals. 
I think they can. I, I think if they split the other two, the other games, that's their best case scenario. Right, and well, and then also Russ getting back in six yeah. weeks, not taking the full eight. Um, the one thing I will say is I think Pittsburgh, if if Pittsburgh's defense is back to full strength, that could cause headaches for them as they're trying to get Geno Smith up to speed. Um, that that could that could be a problem. I could see Pittsburgh. Is that at Pittsburgh or is that at? It's at Pittsburgh. Yeah, that could be a tough one, depending on if Pittsburgh's defense is up to full strength or not. Um, I, 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 that one's a toss up in my mind that could go either way. Um, if the Pittsburgh can manage to put together any kind of offense in that game, um, I think Pittsburgh should be able to win that game. But if their offense continues to only put out like 250 yards a game and Ben Roethlisberger just flopping around in the backfield, then yeah, they, they, they can, they can win that one. But yeah, the big, big takeaway. I mean, yeah, both quarterbacks, both injured fingers on their throwing hand. It was just, it was just a weird game. Um, you should have, it felt like a Halloween game. Like it just, like just weird stuff happening every other play. There's that punt play I told you about. It it is just, it was just weird. Just a weird overall game. Uh, not too surprised with the outcome. Um, and we gained one on Atticus. So there we go. Yeah, we did. I think that sums it up. I, I mean, Rams are the Rams and the, it's going to come down to the Rams and the Cardinals in the West. That's just what it's going to happen. Uh, we'll see what happens. Although the next time Ram, the Rams are at the Cardinals next, right? That's yeah. when those two play again, they're at Arizona. Yeah. Yeah. You got any, you got any, uh, you want to make a prediction on that conference? I, I just, I no. don't know. If I don't know if I can believe it. the Cardinals can hold it together. Like I just can't see them. You know, I, I I feel like the the other shoe is going to drop on that team. I don't know why. I haven't seen them play, so maybe they're playing lights out. I just, I just, I, I keep feeling like the other shoe is going to drop because they started off like fairly hot last year, didn't they? Didn't they start off like four and one or something like that? Uh, maybe, but I, I can't remember last year. We'll we'll see we'll see on Sunday, and we should, let's just start with that game: Cardinals and Niners, right? Like. Division game. It's in Arizona. And, you know, the Niners are two and two. Uh, word on the street is Trey Lance is getting a start. Yeah, that's actually an interesting storyline. I, I think uh, I read an article saying, like, even though, like, nothing's official, but the, the, uh, whoever, I think it was on ESPN, they were saying uh, they think Garoppolo's played his last snap as a starter in San Francisco. We'll see, we'll see what Trey Lance can do. I'm not going to get all, I'm not going to get crazy, you know, and, and, but you know, if, if, if the kid can play, you know, it's, it's, we'll see, man. He's going up against a tough defense in Arizona. Uh, it's a road game. It's a division game. It's the highlight. It's the game of the week. Probably. It's the four, it's the four twenty five game. So, you know, there's a lot of spotlight for a kid from North Dakota. Yeah, and well, in the 49ers, it, I don't know what it is about that team, but they get beat to hell just like the Eagles do every year. Like, they just seem to have a whole bunch of people that get injured. for what, Like, more like more so than any other team. Like, them and the Eagles seem to just somehow have tons of starters sitting out every, every week, and I don't know why that those two specific teams do. But the 49ers are getting hit by the injury bug again. Kittle's uh, on the injured reserve. I'm a Kittle. Yeah, I mean it's just that's just just, just what happens with them. I don't even know what happened to him, but I, Apparently I, I have a hard play with a calf injury since week one. Yeah, I have a hard time picking picking uh, against the Cardinals in this one. Um, if for no other reason than they're the healthy team at home, not starting a rookie quarterback. Um, I, I don't even know if there's a whole lot to say about this one. I I honestly, do you have the line in front of you? The line is uh, Arizona five and a half. That's an Arizona line. 48 and a half for over under. I will say this. The Arizona Cardinals offense, at least from like the point totals I've seen, doesn't seem as explosive as I was expecting it to be. Um, other than that, I mean. I'll, 35 points a game. Really? It doesn't yeah. feel like. Why does yeah. it not? You like that? If he, that's 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 pretty good. 
Has there ever been an, an undefeated team, like the last undefeated team that's been more under the radar than the Cardinals are right now? Probably not, man. And, and you know, kudos to them for playing in the desert because no one really gives a shit, you know, <laughs> but they're going to have to start. They're going to have to start paying attention to Arizona. Yeah. 35 points. I wouldn't have known that because I, I, you know, I, I'll admit, I don't follow them a whole lot. I have Hopkins on one of my fantasy teams. And so I've just been basing their offense off of his output and his output hasn't been, it's been, it's been decent. It's not what it was a couple of years ago. Um, so, I mean, I was kind of going off of that, but yeah, I mean, I know, like I, we talked last week, Connor's kind of, I mean, Connor, he's, he's been averaging like a hundred yards and two touchdowns a game for the past, like two or three games. Yep. I just, I don't think this one's going to be that close. I think the 49ers are getting bit by that injury bug again, and they just have too much going against them. The one silver lining is, you know, like I, like I kind of said when the uh, the Browns played the Bears, uh, you don't know with a with a rookie quarterback. You, you don't know if if he can get going, um, he can pull some things you haven't seen yet because you haven't seen. There's no tape on him, um, and I don't even know how much tape there's going to be on him anyway because he played at North Dakota State. So there's only there's only so much tape that's going to be on this guy. That's like the one advantage they have going for them. But even the even the 49ers defense hasn't been good this year. They they've given up like 30 some odd points a couple times already. So um yeah, well, I just, stat-wise they have the edge, right? Like stat-wise their their defense has the edge as far as, you know, less points given up, less yards given up, right? Uh slight edge on total yards per game uh against Arizona, but just Arizona's offense has been lights out. Kyler Murray uh, unbeknownst to some posts from PFF that have been floating around the page that Daniel Jones is the number two passer in the league, uh, it's actually Kyler Murray if you go by QBR, which is really the only stat that you should use uh, when you're when you're saying who's the better quarterback. Um, uh, people need to stop posting off of PFF. There's there's my little P. <laughs> it, it's it, it's a paid subscription website that should tell you enough, right? right? Like you it, it just can't just can't do that. Anyway, Murray's the number two quarterback in the league. Uh, you know he's passing for over 300 yards a game. They're doing 450 a game, scoring 35 points, giving up 21. I mean, I I, I got to go with Arizona uh, all yeah. day in this. I think I, you know, now that we've talked about a little bit more, yeah, Arizona, I'll give, I'll say Arizona by a touchdown. So they'll, they'll cover and I'll take the over because 35, 21 sounds about right. Although I just said they'll win by a touchdown, but uh, yeah, like 35, 24, something like that sounds right. And that's over 48 points. So are we do, are we going to use the spread in the, in the overs? I'll just talk about it. I, I'm not. I'm you know, not is our stat uh, woman gonna gonna turn her game up a little bit? She's shaking her head no. So, no. so we're just gonna straight picks. <laughs> Let's just do straight picks. All right, Car- I, Cardinals by a touchdown. I'll, yeah. I'll just say that. Yeah. All right. Um, so since we already mentioned Daniel Jones, let's kick it over to that uh, Cowboys Giants tilt. Uh, now, I will say this: in our fantasy league, Daniel Jones is a fourth-rated quarterback right now. And he's on my bench. <laughs> who's your starting quarterback? Uh, Tannehill, who's going against the Jaguars. Yeah. I will say Daniel Jones has projected more points, which I found interesting. Well, they're going to have to pass a lot. Yeah. I'm telling you that right now. To Andy's point of reference, you know, uh, that he's going to be passing the ball a lot. They're, they're not going to be able to – keep up with Dallas's offense. They're just not. I think just based <laughs> on, I, I think, I think the Cowboys win this game. Um, however, I do think because it's a division game, it's going to be a little bit closer than maybe uh, we think going into it. Uh, what do you have the line in front of you? Line is seven for Dallas. Yeah. I, I see more like a four point game, 21, 20, nah, probably more than that. Like, uh, I don't know. Now that I'm thinking about it, I don't know. 21, 26, maybe something like that. I see Dallas winning it. I just think it's because it's a division game. I think the giants will keep it closer than what we're expecting. So I think, 
I'm going to disagree. Right. I think let's, let's remember that, that New York is who broke Dak's ankle. Dak's going to come out swinging. Right. And they've also found the, 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 the super juice and started running the ball a little bit more. Right. And, and you know, whether or not you, they have a balanced attack, I think Zeke or Pollard gets more than 75 yards in this game. Right. Uh, which is going to be enough to allow Dak just to sling the ball. Newer Giants do not have a secondary to contain with the weapons that Dallas has. They just don't. You know, they, they have, you know, Cooper and CeeDee Lamb. They have Blake Jarwin. They have another tight end. So it's a, I, th- I think we're going to see the over, and I think Dallas is going to cover. So Dallas wins. I think they cover, and I think we see the over. I think we're going to see a lot of points. I just do. So if you had Daniel Jones, do you start him in your fantasy league? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Just so for – I mean – the, the one caveat to say is I don't I'm, I'm not a full believer in the Cowboys defense yet. They've been OK so far. They've been mid pack. Nothing spectacular, but they're getting the job done. Um, but then again, with that offense, you don't need a lights out defense. You just need a defense that can make a stop every now and again, um, which they've been able to do. Um, so yeah, definitely, I see the I don't see a way the Giants win this game. I just think it's going to be a little bit closer than maybe we're expecting. Um. From there, let's uh, let's go to the Browns Chargers. Uh, I want to get your thoughts on this game before I kind of give my prediction. So, it's a really interesting game. It's it's. I want to see what kind of fan base Cleveland has outside of Cleveland. You know, because we all know the Chargers have a, they struggle with filling up that stadium. But if there was ever a week to see a Chargers crowd show up, I think it's this week. Right. Um, I mean, I think that when you put defense against defense, I think it's comparable. Uh, you know, I think that we're going to see a slugfest from a defensive standpoint. Uh, I think it's going to be very similar to the Raiders charge game, right? Like, you know, their defenses were playing lights out. You know, Herbert made the right plays at the right time and they put enough points on the board to win that game. I kind of think that's what happens again. You know, unless for some reason, Cleveland finds, you know, Baker Mayfield and OBJ blend together all of a sudden because they, they've struggled doing that. Right. You know, I, I think that that's, that's the key, that's the key combo that you have to watch in this game. You know, I, I, I don't want to say OBJ is done. Right. Cause I don't think we've been given an opportunity to find out, you know, and, and this is a game we can find out. They have a pretty stellar defense, though, on the other side of the ball. You know, and they got a couple of people that can, that can cover. So here's here's my take on it. So first of all, a couple, couple tidbits about the Browns I'm going to throw out there. One, uh, Baker Mayfield is playing with a torn something or other in his non-throwing shoulder. So that's kind of why we saw those overthrows and stuff like that. He's not 100%. Um, when his arm got popped out of socket during the Brown or during the Bears game, uh, he took a little bit more, a little bit bigger of an injury than maybe first thought. It's not fully healed yet. There's a chance he might not play the full game. Um, so that there is that. Um, the other interesting thing I've read is, uh, the Browns might be making a trade for, uh, uh, cooks on the Texans third round of the Texans for, uh, cooks which when Landry comes back kind of makes OBJ expendable. So that's just something to keep the eyes on. Nothing set in stone there. It's just because I follow Brown's pages. That's the, the button like coming from like legitimate sources too, like not just like some random dude, like talking about it. Um, I kind of like that. Cause I, I just, it feels like every time OBJ's in, we're still seeing Baker try to force the ball to him. For whatever reason, they've just never been on the same. And I don't even think it's like a personality. Just for whatever reason, they just don't mesh well in the field. I don't know what the problem is there. Um, you know, so it'll be, it'll be interesting to see. I think we'll probably end up, we'll trade our third pick, get Cooks, and then maybe maybe if we're lucky, we'll get a third pick back for OBJ later on. Um, but yeah, that, that's kind of the rumor. So with that being said, I don't like this game for the Browns. We have the, you know, we have the defense that's been stepping up, but 
this is the first like real big offense since the Chiefs they've played. Like, you know, the, the teams they've stepped up against have been the Bears. The the Vikings are, are hit or miss. We did do a pretty good job against them. They have a decent offense when they want to. But uh, this is a whole different ball game. I think it's close. Um, I want to say the line was like, I think it's Chargers by like a point and a half or something like that. Two and a half. Two and a half, yeah. Um, I think I, I, th- I see like a, a 21-23 game Chargers. I, I think I don't. I don't think the Browns win this one. Um, Baker's just going to be a target for Bosa. I, yeah, I just, it's going to come down to a last play. I think it's going to be kind of like what you said with the Raiders game. Uh, there's just going to be, there's, it's going to be a defensive stalemate in the first, in the first half. And then I think uh, Herbert and uh, the receivers are going to make just enough plays to, uh, to edge the Browns. Yeah. Like 21, 23, something like that. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I see a field goal game here. Right, I think I think the Chargers edge out the the Browns. You know, I think they cover, but that's that's by three. Right, that's that's neither here nor there. So, uh, forty seven is the over under, man. I, I think I think we're looking at an under. Yeah, you know, yeah, twenty four twenty one, twenty three twenty one. You know, twenty four twenty. We're we're under. So, you know, it's, that's just the kind of game I see. Yeah, I mean, both teams run to set up the pass. Um, it, it's going to be one of those games where the first half is just over like that. That's just yeah. the way it's going to be. Um, I'd be surprised if we see more than, like, two touchdowns put up between both teams in the first half, and then you'll see a little bit more. It'll be like – it's going to be exactly like the Raiders game. Yeah. Like, it's going to be like 7-3 at halftime, and then it'll end up being like, yeah, like 21-23. I'm going to pull for the Browns, obviously, but, yeah, I see the Chargers taking this one by by an inch. Um so from there, what was the other couple games we talked about? I want to save the because uh, I think it's the game of the week. We're going to say Bills Chiefs for last, but that's Sunday night game. Did we? Yeah, stay? so we'll we'll kick it over to the uh, Packers Bengals uh, surprise matchup. Uh, not so much for the Packers, but the Bengals being three one. It is in Cincinnati. Um, Packers will be debuting their new. Uh, Pro Bowl linebacker, uh, which will help out on defense where they need it. Um, this is this is kind of a tougher game, than I, I, I think, because I still think the Bengals have a very potent offense. Like, I feel like the Bengals this year are like Cowboys light. They have a slightly less explosive offense and a slightly worse defense. <laughs> and um, I, I think the Packers will win just because I can't see Aaron Rodgers like losing to the Bengals. Um, but it's going to be tight. What do you have the line in front of you on this game? Green Bay three. Green Bay by three at the Bengals. So, yeah, it's about right. I could see, I, I don't over know. Under, like, over under is 50 and a half. Well, you know, I was going to say 28, 25. So that would be over, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I see. I see something like a twenty-eight, twenty-five game here. Um, I think the Packers take this one. It's going to be close. Um, I think it's going to be one of those momentum games where you know one team's going to come out, score a couple quick touchdowns, and then the other team's going to come back, and then there's going to be like back and forth at the end. It could come down to who has the ball last. Both both offenses are that good, um, but I think that the Packers have been there. The Bengals are still learning how to do it. So I think that's going to be the difference in this game. Packers 28, Bengals 25. So this is a really evenly matched football game, right? Like if you just look at offense versus defense, you know, it's almost dead even. Like what the Packers give up on defense is about the average that Bengals do on offense. What the Packers do on offense is about average for what the Bengals give up on defense. The only barometer that they're not is points, right? Cincinnati's only given up 18 points a game. That's that's pretty fucking good, right? So uh it's a home game. And uh sorry, Lisa, I don't have you this week. I got I gotta go with the Bengals. You know, point upset, you know, by Bob all stretch of the imagination, right? Um I'll I will throw a a caveat in there. If they give Aaron Rodgers seven seconds left in the game. Like they're the, the Packers are going to find a way to win, right? Like I mean, it's just 
they can't leave any time on the clock for Aaron Rodgers. Um, but I just I think that you know their defense is a little bit stronger than Green Bay's. I don't know how quick that Jalen Smith can get in, engulfed into the defense for the Packers. Um, so we don't know how much he's really going to play. I think it makes a difference for the Packers, um, you know, as the season progresses. Uh, you know, I would have really liked to see Philly pick him up, but, you know, they're not in contention. So, you know, why would you go there? But, um, you know, I just, I just, I got this, this crazy funny feeling that, that, Cincinnati's defense is a little bit better than people give them credit for. Well, the one thing I will say to what you're saying, though, is this the Packers offense is hands down the best offense they're going to face to this point in the season because the, the teams they've played. Uh, so they lost to the Bears, uh, but that, that was that the Bears scored, I think, like a defensive touchdown and stuff like that. And then other than that, they played the Jaguars, Steelers and Vikings. So. Um, and they gave up 24 to the Vikings. So I, it'll be hard. I, 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 I get what you're saying. I just, I don't know if the Bengals have played an offense up like, like the Packers yet, which is why I'm going to give the edge to the Packers. Right. Um, so that's going to bring us to the game of the week, in my mind anyway, Bills at Chiefs, rematch of last year's AFC championship game. Um. I'm leaning Bills before we even talk about it. I, I'm leaning Bill that the, the Chiefs seem to be reeling. I mean, they seem to get back on track last week, but the Bills are a whole other animal. They have a much better defense. Um, and I think they if, if anyone's got the, hor- the, the horses to kind of do, like, follow the blueprint of take Hill out of the game and, you know, let like Kelsey get this or even turn it into a ground game, I think it's the Bills. Um I don't know. What, what are your thoughts? What are your opening thoughts? Casey's got two and a half, right? Which is less than home field advantage. Right. It, they're giving, like, prediction-wise, like the NFL game predictor, slight, slight edge to the Bills, right? Like, this game is so evenly matched, it's really hard to call. They're both scoring 33 and a half points a game. The Bills are only giving up 11 points a game, though. And the Kansas City Chiefs are giving up 31 points a game. So, you know, I got to go with defense, right? Like, defense wins championships. And and I got to believe that, you know, I've been saying it for weeks. I think that Kansas City has the blueprint. I think the Eagles shot themselves in the foot, right? Like, they had some really bad penalties, and they and they missed a lot of opportunities. Like, you can't. You can't get close or in the red zone and and come away with field goals and expect that you're going to beat the Kansas City Chiefs. The right. Bills will find the end zone. It's just hard because picking against them puts the Chiefs back on a losing record. That puts them at two and three, and that's really hard to project. But I think the story of this game is going to be uh, Josh Allen versus the Chiefs defense, and I just don't think the Chiefs defense has enough to stop. He's either going to run. I, I see him running for a touchdown throwing for two more. He's really gotten some chemistry going with uh, Emmanuel Sanders, who's really filled in nicely as their number two behind Stephon Diggs. I just think there's too much. I just, I can't. The Bills are firing on all cylinders right now, and the Chiefs are not. Um, Yeah, as much as I can't, as much as if you would have told me I'd be picking the Chiefs to go two and three at this point in the season, I would have been like, what am I thinking? I just, I I don't see him get it. I think Josh Allen's too much for that Chiefs defense. Um, I think he has. Uh, I think he rises to the occasion and has a has a a, a solid game. Um, and plus, they have the vengeance factor coming back to KC. You know, it's going to be interesting, really. So, with with them going two three, right? Let, let's say they do win this game. The Bills win this game. The Chiefs are two and three. Of their first five games, they've played four of them at Kansas City, right? Three. They played the Browns. They played at Baltimore and at Philly. Did the ba- I, was it at Baltimore? I thought. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought Baltimore was at KC. That's my bad. Browns. Okay, we we could, we could be legitimately talking about them going one and four right now, though. Like you know, your Browns' valiant effort 
And I think the Bills offense is a little bit more in sync with each other. That's why I give them the nod, right? Yeah. Like the Browns could have won that game. And we yeah. could be sitting here going, is it really, are the Kansas City Chiefs really going to go one four? Right. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, they're a muffed punt away from being, yeah, be, being uh, one and one and three right now. Um, yeah. I, I just, as of right now, do you think the, if, if, let's just spin it ahead, the Chiefs lose this game, right? Let's just say they lose this game. Do they make the playoffs? Uh, let's just say they lose this game. They're at Washington. At the well, Titans. I will say, I will say, if they lose this game, so then they're at Washington, at Tennessee, home for the Giants. So those all three should be wins. So I mean, they write the ship there. Their next real test isn't going to be till November when uh, Green Bay comes a knocking. They're uh, looking at at least four more losses on their schedule. Right, at least four. So they lose this game. They're ten and seven. I don't think that gets it done in the AFC. I think they might maybe squeak into a wild card. Maybe. Could they, though? Because, like, I think the Raiders, um, I mean, definitely the Chargers, I think, are going to – as of right now, if the, if the Chiefs lose this game, I will go – I will say five weeks in, the Chargers will win the division outright. And I think the Raiders are going to push to take that second place. Uh, spot that game on if they lose this game depending on what the Raiders do here on out um that that game on November 14th Chiefs at Raiders that's going to be a biggie um but yeah I I mean I'll say it if if the Chiefs lose this game which we're both we're both in agreement that they probably will or at least that's our pick um yeah that's going to be rough I don't if they lose this game I think they might not because like you said I agree there's at least four more losses on their on their schedule they have to play at they have to play at LA. They have to play at the Chargers. They have to play the Raiders twice. Um, they have to play the Cowboys. They have, they have to play, to the, play the Packers. And I think the Cowboys are their offense is just as good as the Chiefs have been this the year. The Cowboys look scary. I'm just gonna say it, right? Like they look good. Yeah. You know? But you gotta play the Packers and the Cowboys. You got two against the Raiders, you got another game against the Chargers. You got to play the Bengals. Uh, you know, you got to play. Yeah, they got to play I mean, the Broncos. Tennessee's not an easy out, and it's at Tennessee. Right. At least yeah. four losses. At least four losses, yeah. I mean, that puts them at 10 and 7, best case scenario. I don't know. I, I think I think the Chiefs are uh, – it's just crazy because it wasn't that long ago they were talking about going undefeated this year. Now it's like, are they even going to make the playoffs? They don't have a defense, man. You know, like all their money is tied up in their offense. They're going to need to figure out a way. Mahomes is going to have to divert. So he's going to have to restructure over and over again. If he wants to win, he's going to have to beat Tom Brady. Like get your, get your half a billion dollars. Right. But figure out a way to stretch that dollar out and make it cap friendly. They're going to have to. That, you know that you know it'd be really interesting to learn how the cap works is how do how do things like signing bonuses work? Those don't count across, uh, against the cap, right? I don't believe so. We looked that up real quick because I know that's how you that because usually how an NFL contract works is you backload it, so they they you might sign them to a big deal, but they they make less money than you. Oh, then you you get them a signing bonus to kind of make up that difference the first couple of years while they're playing at a lower cap number. But I'm pretty sure signing, but like, that's the way you do it. You do that thing where you convert part of it. Yeah, because that's the thing. You sign that huge contract and then you're, you're not going to be able to fill these holes that you obviously have. So right now the Chiefs have $3 million on their cap, right? About three cap space. Next year, It gets better, or does it? Well, Tariq Hill, his contract's coming up because he's already said, like, I'm not taking a discount. It'll be interesting, man. The, the Chiefs, like, the Chiefs got to figure something out. I mean, Patrick Mahomes has been great up to this point in his career, but a lot of it was he was on a rookie deal so they could surround him with weapons and a good line and all that stuff. And even then, they did, they've never had a – they've had an opportunistic defense. They've never had a – a great defense. 
Um, yeah, I don't bold prediction in week five. I if the if the Chiefs lose this game, I don't see him making the playoffs. So Mahomes only has 63 million guaranteed out of the 450 million dollar contract. I don't understand NFL contracts anymore. Josh Allen has a hundred million guaranteed. <laughs> what's Josh Allen? What's Josh Allen's total contract though? Two fifty-eight. Dak actually, I think, has the best guarantee. Well, Kirk Cousins has a hell of a fucking deal too. Kirk Cousins' deal was sixty-six mil. 61 of it guaranteed. That's a good fucking deal. I feel like Kirk Cousins understands Kirk Cousins. He's like, I don't want incentives. I just want the money. Just give me the money. <laughs> give me don't, the money. Don't, don't give me incentives. Just give me the money. Yeah, I need to dig into this one a little bit more. It's a nice you know, website. You know what would be a fun thing to do uh, at some point is maybe take a look at some of these quarterbacks that didn't sign like you know we got baker we got lamar jackson some of these guys who are coming up on extensions and kind of think it like just trying to negotiate what a good deal for them would be because you look around the league man and i i really hope like like i like like i'm comfortable like as long as the fans stays in cleveland Riding and you know, ride or dying with Baker Mayfield as long as he understands that he can't get Josh Allen money. You know what I'm saying? Like, if if he if Baker Mayfield's cool with like 20 million a year, then let, let's do it. Like, if he wants to sign a five year, hundred million, uh, you know, forty something million guaranteed, cool. If he wants, you know. So just just for reference, right? Like Derek Carr, Tom Brady makes 25 mil, right? Average per year. Derek Carr makes 25, Stafford 27, Garoppolo 27, Tannehill 29, Matt Ryan 30, Wentz 32, Cousins 33. Like you're looking at 30 for Baker. Like that's a legitimate contract for Baker. It's 30 mil. You know, he starts pushing up past Russell Wilson, which is 35. No. Right. No. You don't pay that. But we'll see. We'll see what they do. Yeah, we'll see. So do we have we, do we have another game or is that it? Uh no, I think it's time for the lightning round. All right. Let's uh let's start Eagles Panthers. <sighs> Oof. It's at, it's at Carolina, right? At Carolina. McCaffrey's still questionable. Still questionable. What's the line? Minus three for Carolina. So it's basically a toss-up. I think just because Carolina's at home, I'll take Carolina. I'm going to take Carolina because I'm done picking the Eagles. <laughs> That's the only reason, right? Uh, but legitimately speaking, like, I think the Eagles are better than the, than their record. I think you know, but I also think they earn their record. You know, like they they average way too many penalties a game and costly ones, right? Like it's not just little, you know, this that the other thing. That and their offensive line is decimated again. Like you know, don't know when Lane Johnson's coming back. You know, he's out getting treatment for whatever. Kudos to him. Get the help you need. You know, come back stronger, hopefully. Um, I think Mileta might be back. Let's see. Let's see if they let's see who's injured. Nope. No, so uh, uh Peters is still out and Lane's out. Other than that, the rest of the line is back. So is, is Brandon Brooks back? No. Let's see if their line's back. I know football trash talk 
the football trash talk for real fans podcast where you come for that deep Eagles offensive line conversation. Well, it's just, it's pitiful and it bothers the fuck out of me. Uh, Yeah. So, I mean, we'll see. They got a rookie starting left guard and they got Nate Herbig. Yeah. I think, I think the Panthers take this one. It'll be close. It'll be like a win this game. It'll it'll be a field goal or like four points, something like that. But I think they take this one. <coughs> Jets Falcons are nine thirty a.m. game from London. <sighs> gonna be not gonna be up for that game. Um, I'll say Falcons. I think they're they're if nothing else, I think they're more offensively consistent. Uh, I got Cordell Patterson starting in all my fantasy leagues that I have them in. Uh, I, I think they take it. Um, and I, I, you know what? I'll even say they're going to win by at least a touchdown. Uh, I agree. Uh, you know, unless unless the win is something that brings the Jets back together, but I think their win was an anomaly. Uh, I think the Falcons should have beat New York. They just let up for some reason. And they lost in overtime. Falcons so did, I mean, Falcons did beat New York. No, they didn't. Yeah, they did. New York's only beaten uh, uh, Orleans. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. So my bad. Yeah. Atlanta wins. So are we really projecting the Falcons to have more wins on the season than the, uh, than the chiefs? What is, what is going on this year? That gives the Falcons three wins. Oof. Oof. No, it doesn't. <laughs> gives them two wins. No, they beat the giant. Oh, they only have one win. Okay. You're right. My bad. Never mind. Tied with the chiefs still tied with the chiefs. Uh, Lions, Falcons, or Vikings. So I picked the I picked the Lions last week and got smoked. I think the Vikings uh, are gonna think Delvin Cook's back. I think the uh, I think the Vikings have too much of an offense for the Lions to hang with. Um, I see Vikings in this one. Do you see Vikings by ten? No, because Kirk Cousins is their quarterback. I, I mean, I, I Vikings are gonna win the game. But I'm, I'm putting a shoebox down on the on the Detroit to cover. Yeah, just yeah. I'll, 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 I can see Vikings by a touchdown, but not by ten. Yeah. Uh, Steelers Broncos in Pittsburgh. Denver's um, favored by one and a half. Yeah, you know what? Until until uh, the Steelers show me something resembling an offense. Their defense is there, but you can't rely on you know a, a pick six or a blocked punt for a for return for a, a touchdown to win games. Till the Steelers' offense shows me anything resembling consistency, I'm just going to keep picking against them. So I'm going to say Broncos in a close one, but Broncos nonetheless. Broncos in a close one, uh, but they're going to win. I agree. Yeah. Dolphins, Bucks. Bucks. Do we even need to be close? Want to be close. Uh, Washington hosting the Saints. Man, how far has Jameis Winston fallen? Interesting uh, game, though, man. For real? Like, we all expected every Washington's defense to be, like, top-notch. Uh, but they're giving the edge to... New Orleans. What's the what's the line? Two and a half. For New Orleans? Yeah. I mean, I think it depends on what Jameis Winston shows up. And what does it say about Taysom Hill? Because I always thought he was kind of a decent. He did fine last year. I don't know why they're sitting there. Like, Winston's done nothing since week one, really. He looked all world in week one and has looked like the Jameis Winston we all know and love since then. I'm going to go ahead and pick Washington in the upset. I'm going to take New Orleans. I think they had the better the, – their defense is playing better. The Washington Redskins – the Washington football team is giving up 30-and-a-half points a game on defense. And their defense was supposed to be their strong suit. I'm going to go New Orleans. I think it depends on which Jameis Winston shows up. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, and recent weeks just doesn't have me feeling like the right one's going to show up. So I'll, I'll say 
again, another close game. And we're getting to that point where everyone just starts winning by field goals. But I think Washington is just enough to win this one, especially because they're at home. Titans, Jags. Titans bounce back. Jaguars are a mess this week. I mean, they got the urban thing going on. They're winless on the season. Urban apparently, does, like every report says, Urban doesn't have the respect of the locker room. Urban needs to just re- like resign. He hasn't. It's a distraction. Titans are angry over the loss last week. Uh, Derrick Henry goes off. Uh, Titans by a touchdown. Uh, I think the team quits on Urban this week, which I think sets him up to be the first head coach being fired. Yeah, like there, there's there's no respect for that, right? Like, right. I mean, if if you weren't married, maybe you know, maybe you get away with that in the locker room. But you're a married dude, man. You can't be having some chick grinding up on you in a bar, right? I think it's his bar too. I think it is. Yeah, he owns yeah. a couple. I think he owns a couple of steakhouses type deals in in Columbus. Yeah, they're a they're a train wreck, man. Yeah. Patriots, Texans. Patriots. Patriots, yeah. I think Mac Jones showed me something next week. I think this is where he starts his rookie of the year campaign. Uh, well, he started it last week. I think he continues it this week. Patriots roll. Um, what's the line? The line is Patriots by eight and a half. Davis Mills is starting. Tyrod Taylor still not back. Bill Belichick owns rookie quarterbacks. Davis Mills is in trouble. Yeah. And he finds a way to take away their best uh, offensive weapon, which means uh, Cooks Cooks won't be a factor in this game. Um, yeah. Patriots roll. Even with their stud quarterback, Jalen Mills, out, Patriots will roll. <laughs> Bears, Raiders, we didn't do that one. No, we have not, and uh, it's going to be Raiders. It's going to be Raiders all day. Yeah, until until shown anything resembling life by the by the Bears, uh, their defense is good enough to keep a couple of these games close. But the Raiders, I think, are going to be angry uh, after after their loss, and their defense. I think their defense is going to put up numbers similar to the Browns. Their defense really showed me something uh, last Monday night. So, uh, yeah, Raiders. What's the line? Five and a half. That's a Raider line. I'm going to say Raiders by 10. I don't normally make that type of prediction. Ooh. I by 10. All right. Colts, Ravens to wrap it up. It's got to be Baltimore. I mean, why, yeah. are we even, why are we even thinking here? Yeah, I'm trying to think of any way where I would say that the Colts would win. I just don't see it. So, yeah, Baltimore. What's uh, and they're they're probably gonna win handily too. Um, I'll say they win by a touchdown. And the Ravens are looking to set the all-time hundred yard a game rushing mark. So I think they're they're gonna run the ball heavy. I think Lamar gets wild. I would love to see the Colts win this game. I just don't think they can. I mean, for your sake, I just hope Wentz doesn't get injured. That's really every that's, Colts. That's it. That's it. Just don't get hurt. You know? <laughs> just keep on playing. Just keep on playing. You know, be a game manager. I mean, he's not having a bad season. He's got 920 yards, five TDs versus one interception. That's not terrible. I, I guess I just – I don't understand the Monday night schedule. Like, just out of – like – you got Browns, Chargers, you got Niners, Cardinals, even Giants, Cowboys just seems like a more Monday night game to me than Colts, Ravens. Preseason wise, with Carson coming in there, there was an expectation that Car- the Colts were going to be better than they were last year. Pretty much everybody was saying this, right? We, right. They, they weren't, ex- me included, they weren't expecting the Colts to be one and three. The Ravens are three and one, so they're they're a prime. It's Lamar Jackson. They're a prime time team. You know, obviously you're gonna put them on Monday night when you have a chance. This seemed like a good. It seemed like a good game when they set the schedule. It's just not. I don't understand why they can't flex Monday nights. It's already set in stone, man. There's too much money in Monday night football. 
That's fair. People are still going to watch. Doesn't matter. Yeah, it's true. I'll, I'll catch bits and pieces. Maybe maybe Lamar will injure his other head flipping in the end zone. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, man, I'm going to get going. Uh, we'll get this up. We got to get this up early so that way it uh, doesn't sound like we waited till the start of the Falcons game. So as soon as it's done, I'll send you the audio. Yep. All right. All right. Catch. Oh, um, so next, real quick uh, show note I'm actually going to be in Vegas and I got stuff going till like eight o'clock. So I, I won't be available next week. I'll be back by Friday. I'll be you got to you gotta tell them that you need to take an hour. At like four <laughs> on a Tuesday. Come on, middle, middle of the class. Just be like in, in the middle. Is class going to be at four o'clock? Yeah. Oh, I mean, they're sessions. It's not class. I keep calling them classes, but yeah, we have different like sessions um, that we go to about different different things. I think that's my hat. Like, there's a so my job specifically. I do a lot of the financial planning aspect of it. Right. And it's kind of the how to make better use of the programs we use. So <laughs> the class to miss, right? Be like, listen, guys, um, I got prior commitments. Send your picks in. Yeah, I'll send them in. You and Atticus rock it out. Uh, I don't know how I'll be able to do the audio either because I'm not going to have my laptop with me. But we'll figure it out. All right, man. I'll see you Friday. All right. Have a good one. Enjoy tomorrow. I will. Take it easy, man. Later. Do you ever disagree with what's said on this podcast? Well, come join us on the Facebook page that started it all. Football Trash Talk for Real Fans. You can let Loy know how much the Eagles suck. Tell Atticus how delusional he is about all New York sports. Remind Chris that the Browns are one of four teams to never reach the Super Bowl. Or even talk about the hottest slot receiver of all time, Randall Cobb. Whatever you do, just don't be a fan of the NFC East. We have enough of that crap already. Come check us out. There's always more room at the barbecue. Anyway, this has been the Football Trash Talk for Real Fans podcast. It's been a pleasure, and as always, F.O.T. Stay safe out there.